Hi, welcome to Faith Coffee and a Kid podcast. This is your host, Cherie. Today, you're going to meet Geraldine Wynn, founder of Inspiring Trees of Hope and one of the speakers for the Single Moms of Faith Burning Bright, Not Burning Out conference. Geraldine's session is It's Not Too Late to Pursue Your Passion, and she'll be speaking on Friday, December 4th. You will absolutely love her heart for God. Listen in to our interview, and you can also watch it at the Single Moms of Faith Facebook group. Enjoy the interview. Okay. Okay. I am here with Geraldine. Hi, Geraldine. How are you? I am good this morning. How are you? Good, good. I'm so happy that you're joining me in this video and interview. I love seeing my speakers face to face. So I am honored. It is a pleasure to be here. I am so excited about this event. You are getting ready to make history. I'm oh, so excited. You're I'm too kind. Excited. No, this is, I'm, you know, just thinking about being a single mom, I can't think about any events that happen mm-hmm. just for single moms. Right. It's women, right. but just exactly. for single moms. Yeah. And you know, I love that the faith component is there because I feel like that's foundational, right? Like, I feel like that kind of um, aspect is often left out when there are single mom events. So Mm -hmm. there's not that faith component, which is like the foundation, right? Because without without it, it's very difficult to um, be, not even be successful, but be present in that journey with God by your side. And so- So I'm excited about this and I'm very excited that you're speaking. So I just wanted to introduce you to our attendees and kind of talk about, you know, who you are and your wonderful ministry along with, um, you know, what you'll be speaking about and just kind of give the viewers an idea and the attendees an idea of like who you are, right? And, um, you know, what they'll get out of your session, which I know is going to be amazing. Okay. So I'm like, use me, Lord, use me. Yeah. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. So tell us about you, um, your background and kind of go into your ministry and okay. So um I am a wife now. Mm-hmm. I wasn't then, and this is what I love about being a part of this conference, right? Yeah, so right. Um, I'm a mom of three adults. So okay. my oldest is 25 and my middle son is 21 wow. and my brother is 20. No, actually Donovan's 22 and okay. Noah 20, okay? So they're so, all pretty close in age. Yeah, so it's okay. Julian, Donovan and Noel and um, yeah, so they are adulting. So you know, <laughs> I think parenting stops. It does not. It's no. more difficult, I believe, as an adult. I really do because I'm just yeah. like, you know, you got to like stay in your lane, right? Yeah, exactly, exactly. Um, as far as like what I do for a living, I am a trainer and a coach in early childhood. Okay. And, um, so I ended up in early childhood through this whole debacle of discovering who I was in my Mm -hmm. journey and um, inspiring trees of hope has been in the making since Noel was in my tummy so she's 20 and so it has been like this 19 year old journey and Mm -hmm. it's 
been a ride. It really has. Yeah. So Inspiring Trees of Hope is your ministry, right? So talk about that because I am just, I, I, I keep saying like, I need to move near you. Like, <laughs> attend. <laughs> so I, um, so I'm, I'm in my second marriage, um, mm-hmm. uh, my handsome husband. And in my first marriage, it was, you know, like you thought you would be married forever. Yeah. You know what I mean? You right. get married and you think that, you know, this is what it's going to be. Mm-hmm. And it's funny because I don't want to put too much shine on that marriage. You know what I mean? Right. I don't want right. to like, I don't want to go into detail, but what I will say on becoming a single mom is that I decided that it was time for me to go um, Mm -hmm. because it was abusive. And so I decided that, you know what, as a mom, I needed to look at my kids and say, do I want them to think that this is how, do my, should my boys think that this is how they should treat women? Right. And should my girl think this is how she should be treated? Right. So I need to make some decisions and I need to do it quick because they were small. Yeah. Right. You know, exactly. my daughter mm-hmm. was three years old. Mm. And so I'm like, I need to do this quickly. Mm-hmm. So the women part of it, I was kind of already doing it a little bit. Right. Um, I was pregnant with her. We were getting together with women once a month to talk oh. about, you know, just to give them a place to just be. So right. you could stop being a wife, you could stop being a mom, right. you could stop just, and just think about yourself. I mean, now yeah. it's self-care, but I don't ever remember us talking about no. self-care. No, right? so I don't either. So now, you know, we didn't talk right. about mental health, right? Yep. And so I just remember watching Oprah mm-hmm. and I was like, oh, she gets together with her friends and they're, yeah. they're going out. I'm Oprah like, was the gateway. <laughs> Yes. And I was like, I, I want to do that. So I called my um, best friend, Regina, and she lived in Vegas. And she, I told her about the idea. And so we're mm-hmm. getting invitations ready, thinking about who we're going to invite. Right. It was like this moment where I was mm-hmm. trying to figure out like what to call it. And so we we're going to call it Spa Girls. Uh-huh. And the Lord said, no. Mm-hmm. It, it is, um, it's more than just a spa meeting, right? More. Yeah. It's, it's more than that. And so all of a sudden I was like, well, then the Lord said, no, it's a spiritual spa. That's what he yeah, said. Right. And I said, spiritual, like I'm not a minister. Like, right. like, like what are we going to do? Like, so all of a sudden I'm like <laughs> freaking out. I'm like a spiritual spa. No, not a spiritual spa. Like we get together. You're like, I'm just trying to. So we meet. And so then we're like, okay, do we do prayer? Yeah, mm-hmm. okay, prayer. Okay. Oh, do we have praise and worship? So now we're just trying to figure out like, right. what does it look like, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so just to make a long story short, we, you know, came up with this great agenda outline night. And we would have yeah. dinner by candlelight. I and love that. Something, and something magical would happen yeah. at spiritual spas. Like yeah. 
it was like a place where you could be vulnerable and it was right safe. right and it was safe right it was mm -hmm. safe to just be you right mm -hmm. not think about anything for just those three or four hours right and so we did that well the crazy thing about being obedient to the Lord, you know, the enemy is like on your tail. Yeah, we were just talking about that, right? Yeah. So right when you decide, when you say yes, yeah, the enemy's like, oh, you said yes, right? Okay, well, I'm coming for you. I'm coming right? for you. Yeah. Yeah. yeah and so you're exactly. like, okay, you got to be prayed up. You know what I mean? You got to know. Yeah, you're, you're totally right. Goals, right, because you mm -hmm. know that you got to get to the goal. You yeah. Gotta get where God is telling you where you need to exactly. go. Exactly. Because, you know, the enemy will see or sow so many seeds of discouragement, right? Yeah. And like just that negativity and that real, once it starts playing, you know, it becomes this movie in your mind that you yes. become the actor in, right? Which has nothing really to do with you because it's not true. It's just the seeds that he planted. And once those seeds get fertilized, then, you know, it's very hard to pull those weeds out. And so I, yeah, and it, it stops, you know, when you think about it, it stops so many people from living on purpose and doing God's will. And yeah. that's what he wants, you know, and I've definitely seen that just with, I mean, so many different things, but definitely like with the conference. Um, mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. I can definitely resonate, that resonates with me as I'm sure it does so many other women. Oh man, I just, yeah. So, you know, it was, it was just, it was difficult in the way of planning each month. There would be like all of these yeah. obstacles. Well, then something happened. So we would be giving out flyers mm -hmm. at the church that I was attending. And I'm not going to say the name of the church yeah. or anything like that, yeah. right? And um, the pastor came up to me and said, you can't give out your flyers because we started mm -hmm. getting big. Mm -hmm. And the thing with the spiritual spot is, is that it's not for the four walls of the church. Right. Because it's for all women. Right. It's it's for all women, you right. know, to know that God loves you. Yeah. And that whatever he put inside of you can come true. Like, right. you know what I mean? And right. to, be right. around, to be around other women, to be relatable. But mm -hmm. then something else happened. Women started coming that were single. Mm -hmm. Hmm. But I wasn't. And I didn't know how to relate to them. Okay. And I was like, oh, shoot, I don't know how to do this part. Yeah. Like, because there was, I mean, there was like all kinds of women that were coming and I was right. like, I don't know what to do. Right. Cause mm -hmm. I was in my bubble. I called it the yeah. bubble, the bubble right. of, of the, of being a Christian, you know, you go to church and right. you're with your church friends and you know what I mean? You, yeah. you right. don't congregate outside of the bubble. Yeah. Right. Right. Well, when I decided to leave, I was outside of the bubble. Yeah. And now here I am a single mom. Right. Um, leaving an abusive relationship and it got real mm -hmm. and it emotionally I was so messed up like mm. I didn't I didn't think that I could be in such a dark place mm -hmm. so it was kind of like um I, you know I tell I share the story with a lot of women um I woke up in the morning and I would put a smile on for the kids get yeah. them ready for school and then I would cry all the way to work, then I would fix my face, and then I would do yeah. my job, and then I would cry yeah. all the way home. Like it was just right. like this moment, right? right? Yeah. Where like I can't allow them to see exactly yeah. like what's going on, right? Mm -hmm. So um that was boot camp for me. That whole yeah. like 
I had no idea what God was doing. I tried to give spiritual spas when I was a single parent and Uh I couldn't do it because I was so like, you know, everything is for a season though, right? Like, yeah, sometimes we force ourselves or try to want to be in that season that we're really not in yet. And that's okay, right? Like, it's okay to be in the season you're in. Like you said, like the crying, the emotional roller coaster. you know, sometimes we have to, and I think all the time, actually, we have to process that. Yeah. Um, and we have to spiritually process that with the Lord before we yeah. can move to the next season. And, yeah. I, you know, it's interesting that you say that because I've been in that position where it's like, you really want to do this, but mm-hmm. it's just not working. And you're like, why? why right yeah no no strength you have no you are depleted right you're depleted right right and so I think that like you said I think that was that season and I think it was okay Mm -hmm. because he was getting me ready for now exactly Exactly. you know and I didn't know preparation yes and I didn't know that then right Mm -hmm. I just felt like God told me to do this and I have to do it and I have to figure it out and Mm -hmm. you got to be strong and it just was not it just, it wasn't the time. And so yeah. I, I went through that season and I was in a dark place and I started sketching trees and this hmm. is where the inspiring trees of hope comes in. And I started sketching trees and I do not consider myself to be an artist. Um, a friend of mine told me a long time ago that they were simple trees with big messages. Yeah. I love that. And yeah. So what would happen is, is that God started talking to me through trees and I would Mm -hmm. sketch them and then I would go to church. And then as the pastor was teaching, preaching, I would be sketching and Mm -hmm. then he would have me give these trees out and I didn't understand it. And so he would say, you know, give this tree to this person. Right. And Mm -hmm. so I, I would be scared. Like, Like, they don't even know me. (laughs) Why is this woman handing me a tree? Right. (laughs) And you know what? Every single time that I handed the tree to someone, they mm-hmm. would say, this is what God said to me. Wow. Crazy. It blew yeah. me away. Right? Yeah. It's interesting because like, you know, you think about um, how scary that was, right? Like, because you don't know how people will receive you. And I mean, it takes a lot to, it takes courage to do that. Um, and obedience, like you said, right? Like you were obedient in doing what you knew the Lord was asking you to do, but I love that the end result of that was the joy that came from that, whether it was from you or that person on the receiving end. Yes. And it was, it just kind of like blew me away. Like each time, like each time when I have, I'll be like, Lord, like for real, like you just did. (laughs) You're like sketching away. Like, hold on. (laughs) (laughs) So, you know, years passed um, and I would still be sketching um and then you know god gave me inspiring trees of hope and then you know not i would probably say like three years ago is Mm -hmm. when we have been working on going from ministry to turning it into a business and so what has happened is is now it has these branches so it started with inspiring trees of hope which is the art and so god laid it on my heart to do art shows for people that were in need. So I would partner with different organizations to use my art to raise money. And so I did that. 
Yeah, so it was just like, it was crazy. Like somebody right. said, you should do an art show. And I was like, but I'm not an artist. They were like, but you should do an art show. Yeah. And literally every piece sold. And wow. I was like, what is You're like, I have an intelligent It's like, what is happening here? I mean, like we don't see ourselves as other people see us, right? And, and how God has them view us, right? Yes. Because like you said, I didn't think I was an artist. But somebody had, you know, something in them saw something in you, right? And I believe that's that God speaking, saying, you know, we we don't. We don't identify ourselves as other people see us. And it's unfortunate sometimes because I think we, um, you know, we don't, I don't want to say give ourselves, well, yeah, in a sense, we don't give ourselves enough credit, but Mm -hmm. not so much even that, but like, we don't give God enough credit, right? Like that he puts things in us that come out that other people see, right? And so we need to be very, I think, we need to listen to what people tell us. And, and, and not just, I mean, you have to be careful, right? About who invests in your life, right? And yes. who yes. and what you're listening to. Absolutely. But, um, and, and doing that prayerfully, but listening and not just, you know, kind of poo-pooing it away. Like, man, that's not who I am, right? Like that's, that's not me because like, look at what the outcome of that was. The fact that every piece sold, that's amazing. So I will tell you that one of the visions that God showed me in the very beginning when I was pregnant with my daughter was I was on this platform speaking to a sea of people. Hmm. And at that time I was like, who am I talking to? And what am I doing? Like, this is crazy. Like, I have no desire to even want to do that. Like, I don't even know Mm -hmm. what you're talking about. And so this whole journey that has taken place, there Mm -hmm. has been levels to it, right? And so like the the journey of me sketching the trees and then him inspiring me and giving me um, the courage, as you said, to do an art on my house. You know what I mean? And it was like, okay, this is, this is great. My family, you mm-hmm. know, encouraging me. Yeah, you can, you, you can do this. And so that went from me having, um, leading a Bible study in my home for a couple years. Wow. Women. That's great. Yeah. And, and the Lord said, okay, it's time. It's time for you to take the spiritual spot and you need to offer it to everyone. I go, mm-hmm. everybody? Right. Right. <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> and he said, the way that you make women feel in your presence at home, I need you to do this. Mm-hmm. I need you to go. And that was very, very scary. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I'm, I'm giving you the really short, short version because yeah. of time, you know, but it is, it's, ama- it's amazing when God speaks to you and when he downloads and yeah. you know from your gut, yeah. that this is what it is supposed to be, right? Right. right. And so um, I had women's brunches last year. And then this year was the year of the spiritual spas. What's funny is, is I kept telling everybody, God said this was the year of the yoga pants. He said that this was the <laughs> year that we were going to get healthy. He said this was the right. year that um, we would have to worry about our health and then it, yeah. I like tripped out and who would have known right like yes I was like oh yeah. my gosh like when I connected the two I was like yeah. he didn't lie he didn't 
<laughs> over told the truth here. Yes, I was sitting there going, I was thinking of that. It was something else, right? Yeah, you know what right? I mean? Because the spiritual spa ministry for women is literally about mind, body, and soul. Mm-hmm. It is about what did I do for my spirit today? Yeah. What did I do for me today? Did, yeah. did I work out? Like what, like, what did I do? And so just looking at your whole self, like right. you cannot take care of anybody else if you no, learn how you to can't. take care of yourself. You know, when you say that, I think about, you know, the situation that we're in right now with the pandemic. And I think that people are learning that more now than ever, that, you know, that self-care in, in all aspects, right? The physical, the emotional, mental, the spiritual, that soulful taking care of, you know, and, and I just read something, what book was it? I think it was called care for the soul. It's an old book by Thomas Moore, I believe. And he talked about, he, he was saying, you know, how we either, um, download things that either support the soul, like uplift the soul or disturb it. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and I think about like just everything that's going on and how we have to really shield ourselves in so many ways. But part of that is taking care of yourself. Right. And yeah. I feel like there's this kind of, you know, this is a difficult time, whether it's the pandemic, whether it's politics, whether I mean, there's so many things to go into that affect us. Right. Like and especially being home and not really, I mean, I don't know, everybody's state is a little different about, you know, the type of restrictions, Yeah. but there's also, I think this mental aspect, right. That is wreaking havoc because I know I definitely don't feel as motivated as I used to feel, right. Like I could see it in the kids. I mean, like you just don't have that get up and go yeah, that very intentional it's yes. Mm-hmm. very intense, whether, and I'm talking about like that whole circle of things, right? The physical, the mental, emotional, spiritual, because yeah. I definitely, you know, I, I was starting to take walks again and then I'm like, okay, I'm just kind of tired. I'm, I'll take a walk later. And it doesn't happen. Yeah. And I, I'm, I feel it. Like, I feel that kind of, you know, because when I walk, it's like a way for me to connect with the Lord. It's like that quiet time. It's like just kind of being in that present space. Right. And, but I have to be intentional about it. And yeah. it's, it's, it's very difficult. Um, and so what you're doing right now with this falls, I mean, how is that working with the pandemic? Cause I know you're in a different, like I said, everybody's state is different. Yeah. So I together. Am, I'm in Las Vegas, Nevada mm-hmm. and we're, we're open. Um, the governor just did a suggestion. Um, he's asking, you know, everybody right. to get home before he like makes everybody stay home. Yeah. Stay yeah. home that stay at home order again. Um, but you know, it's, it's not the norm, but I, it's, it's the mall, like things are open, you know? Right. Right. We went to California and the malls weren't even open. Yeah. Yeah. Right. But the malls are open here. And so it is definitely different. So what, you know, I miss doing them in person. I know. Right? I'm so, sure there's something like, so, you know, yeah. you know, don't you feel like this time is showing you and I, and just like people in general, like how important human connection is. Yes. Right. Like yes, just yes, human, yes. the things that we took for granted, just like yes. giving each other a hug or just yes. meeting for dinner and not having a face mask. 
<laughs> you right. know, like, and it's become, I mean, I think that is really, um, I hope the lessons that we learned from this, because I don't think any time is wasted. Like, I don't think any of this should be wasted. No, um, no, no, no. You know, That's and right and and just yeah. not taking for granted um you know the ability to meet in person and maybe we'll be more motivated to do that and more intentional about seeing each other and really spending time in a way that's like valuable you know what i mean and and not wasting it right because yeah yeah Absolutely. so you're doing the is it online at this point yeah so we're done for the year okay um, but we did do them on zoom and mm -hmm. um, we had breakout rooms set up and we rotated, right. you know, the guests, yeah. you know, try to give women the same experience that they would have, yeah. you know, in person. And so we were only able to do one before we shut down. Yeah. Um, so I am looking forward to next year. We've already planned um, next year, had our Great. planning session. And so we are definitely looking forward to it it's it's going to be different yeah um, yeah we are so look for we're going to have a spiritual spa conference retreat oh maybe I, <laughs> I know i am hoping that you like, can, um, can i get on a plane please yes i'm like i am so hoping and so um the plan is to have it in july so we're hoping by then that we would have gotten through you okay. know this pandemic to the point to where we know what we can and cannot do without right. effect, like people being you know right infected. and so um that and then we're going to end the year with uh women's brunching okay great yeah so you know we're super we're super excited um mm -hmm. so inspiring trees of hope has the women's branch so that's inspiring her uh -huh. And then we have the children's branch. And so we have the junior inspire squad That's and great. they range from nine years old to 18. And wow. so the older girls are leading the younger girls. And so I right. hate that. I love that, that that mentoring is so needed. Yes. Right. I mean, and I think for all levels, I think as women, we need to have mentors and we need to yep. be mentees. And, you know, the Bible talks about that in Titus. Um, and I think that is such a beautiful thing when young girls, like, you know, because I think about how, and we talked about this before we got online about just our belief <laughs> systems, right? And like how we carry on those things that we learn as children. And, you know, I, I wonder how different it could be, right? Like just in general with women, with girls coming up, if we are able to instill in them really early, like their identity in Christ, right? And like, yeah, you know, yeah. how to take care of themselves. Yes. I mean, because, you know, this, we live in a society, right, where it's very selfie oriented. It's a very Instagram, Facebook, you know, Facebook kind of world. And yeah, so yeah. they're getting all these different messages yeah. about, you know, what should you know what society standards are and instead of looking at god's standards and so it's great that you're having these young girls and these older girls kind of working together right because i'm yeah. sure they're learning from each other as well they are you know it's it's so crazy like when we started it uh they're very shy right yeah because yeah. you know you're out of their comfort zone right and so i don't know have you ever heard of alpha no, I don't think so. Okay, so Alpha is a, um, it's a program curriculum. Our church does it every, I think every quarter. 
-hmm. but it's literally the bare bones, the basics of Christianity. Like Mm -hmm. who is Jesus? Who is God? What is the Bible? Like it's that basic, right? Right, right. And when I went through it, I was like, man, I wish I would have gotten this sooner. I just fell in love with God like that. Right. Right. Well, sometimes it's like going back to basics, right? Like the foundational stuff. Yeah. It is literally the basics, but it's called alpha. And it's really good. So it has videos and it is just very, um, people just really show like what they believe in. And some people, their belief system, they don't have one. And it shows it like they don't have a belief system, right? Right, right. And so what I was explaining to the girls is, is that in order for you guys to help and support other young girls, you have to know what you believe in. That's so true. So right now they're going through alpha. And so they look at the video and someone hosts Mm -hmm. and I have a lead. So um, Zamar is my lead. And then they take turns hosting. But what's great about it is, is that I told them, do you believe in God because you know who God is? Or Mm -hmm. do you believe in God because your parents told you to believe in God? And I think that is so key what you just said, because, um, you know, it's interesting. I think I, I was just having this conversation with, well, we were having a conversation in life, a ladies Bible study. And mm-hmm. it was about, you know, um, our children. And it, it was just, you know, when they're little, right? Like they want to please you. And, but they're usually, if you're taking them to church, like they're very, in, you know, they're engaged and they, they want to go and they're like, yes. And, you know, they're singing songs. And as they get older, you kind of see this there's a difference, right? It's not as, you don't see sometimes that, that, um, you know, that excitement, right? And it's like, you can almost feel like how there's like this, I don't want to say a separation, but in a way there is, right? Like they're not as apt to go. And it's difficult as a parent seeing that, right? And so like how to keep them engaged. And, you know, I think it's key that we, because I think we invest so much when they're younger, Yes. And we may not invest as much as when they get to be teens, right? Like we're not meeting them where they're at. Yeah, because and they're making, cray Yeah, they're they are cray cray girls. <laughs> <laughs> we're like, whoa, what is this? It's like parenting is like completely different. It's like, what just happened? Here? I know. I was like, what did I ever worry about? What did I ever complain about? Right? Like, because it's different. It is different. And like, yeah. But I think, you know, it, it's important to, for them because, you know, look, salvation is not through the bloodline, right? Like you have to be the one to be in charge of your faith, to be Absolutely. the person, you know, I can't make my daughter accept Christ, right? right? In her heart, you know what I mean? Like that's up to her. And so, you know, I think that's really important. What you're doing is saying like, hey, you know, there comes a point where it's, it is your decision. Yeah. yeah. It is yeah. your decision. You know? And so it's, it's been it's been good, and so next year they have their own junior spiritual spa that is um, scheduled. Oh, great! And um, they have their own junior brunch and that's also scheduled. I love that. We're I excited. That. And then the brunch with Inspiring Trees of Hope is where we started with the art. We're having an art show, and so <laughs> I am girl. It's also Jesus. I'm like, use me, I know. But I just love how the Lord is working through you and inspiring women. And, and then you do other things with it, right? Like you do fundraising, 
fundraisers. Is that right? For yeah, like so every event that we have, we mm -hmm. partner with the organization to help raise money with it. Okay. So the art show, um, we're going to do heart disease um, next year. Okay. And then the spiritual spa, we're going to be raising money for lupus. Okay. You know, and, so the, and then we'll end the year with breast cancer. Mm -hmm. And so those are the, the three um, yeah. areas that we'll be raising money for. And so okay. I'm excited, but it's, it's, it's been a journey. And so to look back to, right, see, to see where I was to get yeah. here, it's like, that's why I'm excited that yeah. uh, I'm excited that a friend of mine sent me your comment. Yes, our mutual I am, you know, shout so, out. Yep, <laughs> shout out, right? <laughs> and I am, I was sitting there um, doing my homework and I said, Lord, if you want me to participate in this conference, you need to download to me right now. You need yeah. to tell me what it is mm -hmm. so that I can send in the application because I don't, I don't want to think about it. I just want to do. So tell yeah. me right now. Like, let's go. I'm ready. Just tell me right now, right now. And <laughs> so <laughs> I go, just tell me what it is. And he did it. He downloaded yeah. it. And so, you know, I want women to know it's not too late. Yes. Yeah, so that's okay. So when I saw your application, it wasn't even like a second thought. Like I was like, yes, this is perfect. And so you're, I, I want to make sure I get it right. It's never too yeah. late to pursue your passion. That's so right. let me just say, let me preface this with this. We were supposed to have a one day conference, right? Yeah. And um, it didn't end up that way, folks, because <laughs> the caliber <laughs> and the quality of sessions and speakers that I got, I literally felt like I would do a disservice not to have all the sessions that I could put, you know, put on this platform. And um, I was looking at, you know, the different sessions and one of the, the topics that had so much interest was pursuing your passion, right? Mm -hmm. And I think that comes from, you know, I, I think that comes from a genuine desire to do God's will and those dreams and everything that come, that download that happens, like, I think that God is the one who puts that in your heart. And mm -hmm. there are so many women who are sitting there wanting to pursue their passion but there are so many different things that get in the way, whether it's time, energy, money, resources, self-doubt, the enemy planting those seeds of doubt, yep. right? Something yep. is stopping them, you know? Yep. And so I wanted to, and especially single moms. And the reason I say that is when you're a single mom, unfortunately, and I'm not saying, cause you know, is this society, our society that we live in, we're very fond of stereotyping and labeling people and putting them in a box. And we, I think all of us can be guilty of doing that. We all have some biases that we, you know, Absolutely. single moms in general, though, tend to be stereotyped and labeled and, you know, they become a statistic, right? In, in people's minds. And so I just, I get passionate about this because it irks me. Like it really irks me that women are labeled period, but especially single moms. I, you know, I, I hate this label of being, you know, downtrodden and your children aren't going to be okay. And you're not whole because that is the absolute, that's false. That is now, so false. Let me tell you, you know, something. Um, raising my three children um, was not easy. Okay? No, exactly. And I had to co-parent with 
um, I know now to be a narcissist. Okay. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And that wasn't easy. Right. Right. But our children become our focus. Yes. Right. Yes. And so we pour everything in us. Mm -hmm. Right. We pour it into them to make sure it's like, it's like we're making up for the parent that they don't have. Yeah. Sometimes we overcompensate, right? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Right. Yep. So it's like, we, we go in, you oh, know, yeah. and make sure, you know, we, <laughs> we go, yeah, we go in. So like yeah. my oldest played football mm-hmm. and I worked two jobs for him to play football. Yeah. I'm, I'm there. I, yeah. I gave up a car to get on a bus for him to play football. Right. Like whatever it mm. took for him to stay in football. Right. I was not going to give it up. Like yeah. I knew that that was his lifeline. Yeah. Right. Right. And then my other two, they played instruments in school. Mm-hmm. So it was a little different with right. them. But whatever it is that they needed. Yeah. Right. I yes. was like, I, you know, I'm going in. Right. Well, and that's what I love about single moms too, you know, like they will move and I'm not saying that other moms won't do this, but it is different right. because you're usually, unfortunately, do, you're doing it by yourself, right? I mean, everybody's situation is different and the level of involvement is different, but I mean, there is something about single mom, like you will move mountains with the help of the Lord, obviously, but for your children and yeah. like no sacrifice is too much, you know, and I know my daughter dances and it's incredible. <laughs> I feel like I should have opened a dance studio because of the amount of, you know, I mean, but I, I know it's her passion and, you know, I have worked, you know, a full-time job, a part-time job together and it's okay. Like, it's okay. It is what I wanted to do for her and the Lord will make a way, you know what I'm saying? But, um, and go on, I don't want to interrupt your thought. It's just that we related on that because I know how that is where you're just like, you're trying to make sure that they're pursuing their passion too. Yes. Right. And you want to, and you want to make sure that, you know, you're letting, you're letting them know that no matter what happens, mm-hmm. no matter what obstacle, right. you can get through this. Yeah. You can get through it. And that's and think, a beautiful thing for our kids to see. Yes. And I also think like as a single parent, single mom, you, I, I didn't really show them like the bad side of it. Yeah. Like, you know, what I was on my yeah. face about praying right. about. Right? Right, right. And um, I can think of a Christmas um, where I couldn't afford a Christmas tree. Mm. And I took lights and made it a Christmas tree mm. on the wall. And I made like a fireplace. Don't make me cry, girl. <laughs> no, it's not even, I'm not even saying this for that. But what I'm saying is, it's yeah. like, for me, that was right. like, this is a horrible Christmas. Like, yeah. I was sitting there like, it was horrible to me, right? My daughter said to me a couple years ago, that was the best Christmas. And I was like, with the the lights on the wall? You're like that? Yeah, right, exactly. It was like, mom, it was so pretty. I just remember laying down Mm. by and looking up at the lights. And I was thinking, girl, do you know how broke I was? (laughs) But see, they didn't see that, right? And so it's interesting, again, how you view things and how your kids view things, right? And like- 
we don't give ourselves enough credit because we're very resourceful. You know, if you're yes. a single mom, you're resourceful. Absolutely. You have had, you most likely have been in a position at some point where you had to make it work, whether it was like picking kids up from different areas or like, you know, not having enough for Christmas or not, you know, I mean, you somehow make it work. Right. Yes. And I know that that's the Lord working. Don't get me wrong because Absolutely. I mean, that is foundational because if you don't have that, I mean, you, you just don't then. I mean, it doesn't work. Right. But it's, I love that your daughter was able to see, she didn't see, you know, the big missing, you know, evergreen tree. Like she saw the beauty of what you created. Yeah. And I just thought that that was just like, I was just in awe. Yeah. I was in awe. I was like, wow, you know, There are those times in parenthood, right? Where like, you feel like I am just failing here. (laughs) Like, but then something happens and you see that everything that you're, you've taught or you tried to instill, you know, it it comes to fruition. And that is such a reward within itself, I think. Yeah. You know, it's, um, I'm not a singer, but you know, that song, as I look back over my life, Mm -hmm. um, I love that song because when you look back, at where you were and where God has brought you from. And oh, then, I love that song. Yeah, I see, like, song. you remember that? I, I don't yeah. want to say because I don't want to embarrass I, her. I don't think- my, my daughter will be like, mom, <laughs> you're not on Facebook Live singing, are you? I mean, it's so easy to embarrass her anyway, so, you know. So I'm like, uh, my husband will be like, I know you weren't in that <laughs> I'm like, oh my goodness. So yes, I am so excited to talk about it's it's not too late. And um, I have three bullet points that uh-huh. I want to share. And it's, you know, pursue your passion in the storm. Mm. And yeah. pursue your passion when others say no, but God says yes. Yes. And so, pursue so your, true. Yeah, and pursue your passion because you were made for this. Right. Like whatever God told you that were in the assignment that he gave you is Mm -hmm. for you and nobody nobody can take it right and so you just you never know like what's like what's gonna happen and so that feel like so I'm married you know I've been married for um two years now and we've been together for 10 years and I was scared to get married yeah yeah. scared after being a single mom and I am mama bear he calls me mama bear yeah <laughs> you know because I was a single parent for so right. long yeah um, and I will do this plug we are having a podcast called inspiring us oh great and we are going to be talking about how we were not the Brady Bunch that's yeah. what we're going to we're going to be talking yeah. about how having a blended family was like it was oh I think that's such a relevant topic I, I, I mean, really it do. Was like, it's like difficult. I mean, like yeah. in my mind, my mind, I wanted the Brady Bunch. Yeah. But that's You're like, I waited for this. <laughs> that, I'm messing up my vision here, people. Right. <laughs> that is not how it went down. Right. You know, he fell yeah. in love with a woman that had three teenagers Woo. and he has no children. Yeah. Oh, I'm sure that was like walking into like the twilight zone. (laughs) Oh my gosh, girl. So we are wanting to talk about it and maybe we can inspire some other families. Oh yeah, absolutely. Like what, what not to do. And I think too, 
I was talking to one of my girlfriends and I was saying that as single moms, we want to be both parents, right? Yeah, because we feel yeah. like we have to fill the gap. And I remember at one point I was like, I'm not a man. No, you're not. <laughs> no, like, and that's not, that's not your role. Right? right. Like it's really not yes, your role. And I know we it. want to believe that we're like super women and we can do it all. Yes. But like, like, there does come a point where you have to remember, you have to stay in your lane. Right. And in yes. a sense, like, and so, you know, even with your kids, I think it's important to remember that their relationship with their father, for example, is not your relationship and right. let them build that relationship, like let that relationship flow as it may and make it their responsibility, not right. yours. And I'm not saying not to encourage it. I don't mean right. that at all, because I think that as Christians, we always should encourage it, right? Like, especially yeah. in this situation, um, Absolutely. you know, Absolutely. if we want to kind mm -hmm. of re-sew that fabric that has been torn, I do believe mm -hmm. that's part of it, you know, mm -hmm. and it's not about your relationship with them. If it can be good, that's great. Like yeah. I, I am a, big proponent if it can be peaceful it should be you know absolutely, there are different absolutely. situations women have been abused you know if you're in an abusive relationship it's not safe so there has to be boundaries there but um but really re recognizing that you are not dad right and it you, you know, know? I, I remember like my oldest you know he would get in trouble and the first thing some, some people would say to me would be you should take away football and I was like I'm not taking away football yeah yeah. He has, I'm going to discipline in a different way. Yeah. I said, because football is his lifeline. Right. And I'm not going to take away the one thing right. that he loves. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So I would do things like, oh, okay. You don't want to get your grades up. Okay. You can dress for the game. You can mm -hmm. go where your team is. And then you're going to tell them that you can't play. And then we're leaving. Right. right. That right there was like, what? I have to dress. I have to go there. You know? What is this torture? Yes. And I was like, yeah, maybe you'll get your grades up. Yeah. You know what right. I mean? And so I mean, you have to make some hard decisions as parents. I mean, you yeah. know, and, and it breaks your heart probably almost more than it breaks theirs. Yes. Yes. Yeah. We talked, we were talking about that too. We were talking about whoopings and yeah. Like, <laughs> and how like to give to, to it hurts you like yeah you know and each kid is different it doesn't work for everybody oh no it doesn't right you I mean I have one and I'm like I don't understand like I know that God gave me what I can handle and she's a good kid I mean I like I love my daughter and to be honest I am very fortunate you know I mean she for the we get into it of course but like for the most yeah. part she's well behaved she's respectful like um, but that doesn't mean, I mean, she's a teen, you know? And so I'm learning how to parent as a teen yeah. and not as well, a middle school mom or an yeah. elementary school mom yeah, and like a toddler different. mom. It's very, yes. very different. Very, and very different. it's, um, you know, I, I mentioned to you today that I was watching the war room last night. Mm -hmm. I love <laughs> and like, I just needed something kind of encouraging and it was on Tubi, but, mm -hmm. um, it, it was like, it, it was a, just a reminder, like how funny things will remind you of how important it is to number one, go to prayer, right? Yes. And stop trying to handle everything on your own. Absolutely. Um, and I think that's something that in the midst of everything that has been going on in the busyness of life, mm -hmm. I definitely can say, you know, I haven't been praying 
as I should be, right? And so when you start to see a breakdown, it's not by accident, you know? Like when you start seeing a breakdown in certain areas of your life or there's more yeah. fractures, you know, yeah. one of the reasons is that, right? Like we're not in alignment. Yeah. Um, and I think like getting back to, you know, what you're going to be talking about, like pursuing your passion, um, mm -hmm. how it's never too late, but like that underlying thing is, are you in alignment? Right. Yeah. And it's, it's like, do you, it's back to, do you pray every day? Do you, do you meditate? Mm -hmm. Do you include God in every decision that you yes. make? Because right? he, like, we have to remember that he cares about the details. Yes, he does. No matter how small they are, he cares about them. Absolutely. He just reminded me the other day that we take advantages of our five senses. Mm -hmm. Like I was thinking about touch and mm -hmm. I was thinking about the different fabrics, like the right. things that we touch every day, do we really yeah. think about it or do we just take it for granted? I think you we take I mean? it for granted. We take it for granted. And I think so, we're learning that in this pandemic. Yes. And so I was... Um, at holy yoga mm -hmm. and I was touching my yoga pants and I found myself really thinking about the fabric hmm. you know what I mean yeah. I was just in there going okay Lord I see what you're saying yeah. you know it's like the, it's, it's, it's in the, the little details, things like you right. said right? right and so I find myself you know like with smells and yeah you can hear that you know right. I, I find myself really wanting to pay attention because yeah. everybody doesn't have all five senses no they don't they don't. Right. Right. And so for those of us that do, we need to understand that it can be taken away. Yeah. And COVID takes yeah. some of those away, right? Yeah. yeah. And so that is what's, you know, that's what's scary. And so yeah. So yeah. it just reminded me, um, don't take things for granted. Right. And definitely pursue. It's not too late. Like, you know, I will say as we're wrapping up that. Mm -hmm. I went to school before I ended up in early childhood. I was in the fashion industry and retail. Oh, so okay. I had my AA degree with doing right. mannequins and all of that. And who knew that my whole world would just flip upside down and then I would be in early yeah. childhood. And so I went back to school to get my BA um, in early childhood. And then mm -hmm. I went back to school to get my master's in special education. Wow. <clears throat> um, because if you go onto my website, you will see um, inspiring parents. Okay. Um, we're going to be doing trainings to educate parents on the preschool pipeline to prison. Oh, wow. Sorry, but anyway. Yeah. So now I'm back in school to and I am getting my PhD. But if That's you would have asked me that way back when, I would have been like, oh, I ain't nobody trying to. You're like, no, nobody's <laughs> doing that. <laughs> well, it's so funny. Like, you know, there's that saying, like, you have plans and then God laughs in a way. Because <laughs> he's like, nope, those aren't mine. So, yeah. And I'm so happy that, you know, that you're going to be able to be a part of this conference and to really inspire women. So this is happening on Friday night. The conference is actually all weekend, as we talked about. You and three, two other speakers, I'm sorry, are going to be speaking on Friday night. And the theme really is going to be you know, pursuing your passion, um, taking hold of those scary dreams and making them into reality. And like, just kind of a kickoff. And I thought it was important to kick off the conference since it was going to turn into three days, kicking yeah. it off with that kind of, um, you know, encouragement to single moms 
to not forget that God has something special in mind for you too, right? And those dreams and those goals and all those things that you have, that vision, don't squash it, right? Like pursue it. If the Lord is asking you to hand out trees on a piece of paper, do yes. it. Do it, that's right. Because you just never know what's going to happen. I'm like. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. So yeah. Geraldine, the, um, talk about just, you know, how people can get in touch with you and everybody just so that you know, uh, Geraldine has an individual page up. We're going to be posting this interview on the website. Um, and you're also in the single moms directory, business directory as well. And you were just highlighted in the community newsletter that is sent out when you're a subscriber to the website. So um, all kinds of things that are happening with you. But I want people to know, one, um, your website, how they can get in touch with you and anything else that you want to add before we do wrap it up. All right. So you can go to I, the letter I, trees of hope, the number three.com, and you will find all the branches and you will find the story behind Inspiring Trees of Hope. And you will get a chance to meet the faces of the Inspire Squad. Um, and we're actually going to be opening up membership at the end of the year for anybody that wants to be a member to um, inspire other women. Oh, great. Okay. So <clears throat> we have Instagram and Facebook and it's inspiring.children, inspiring.her, and then inspiring.trees. Okay. And so, so there's a lot of inspiring going yeah, on. Yeah, it's a lot of inspiring, right? All these branches. <clears throat> oh my goodness. So I just, I want to say this, that one of the scriptures that I held onto um, and I mm -hmm. still hold onto is Isaiah 40, 31. But those mm -hmm. who hope in the Lord will renew their strength they will soar on wings like eagles. They will run and not grow weary. They will walk and not be faint. Mm. So that is something that, Thank you. that scripture what? I hold on to yeah. every day. I just want to share. That's a beautiful scripture. That's a beautiful scripture. And I'm so glad that is like the perfect way to end this. And so my hope is that, you know, I get to your side of the world. Yes. <laughs> Vegas, so I can attend one of these. Small so. I, have your, I have your name down for the conference. Oh, oh thank you. Thank you. Yeah. So yeah. I'm like, so this is good. yes, definitely. Yeah. Well, Geraldine, thank you so much. I know it's early there. So I hope you had your coffee and all of that and you get to enjoy the rest of your day. But thank you so much. Oh, thank you. Okay. Talk to you later, Geraldine. <laughs> Bye. Bye.